0: Hi, everyone. I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 216, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never
1: boring. No way. For his glory.
2: Always. It's God's
1: Big Story.
2: God's Big
1: Story.
0: So, welcome back, everyone. I hope you had a great weekend. And here we are. We've reached week number 44.
1: Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Hey Dave. Oh hey look. We have a big old map of the world up on our
0: wall. That's right we do Marvin. It's brand new. And do you see all those little red markers? Oh I do Dave. What are those? Well those are all the places across the world where there are people who listen to the podcast. Oh wow. No way. Yep, Marvin, we are in Hawaii, Washington, Colorado, Texas, Nebraska, Kansas, Georgia, and Ontario, and of course, Northern Ireland.
1: Oh, wow. Hmm. Not so big in Africa, I see.
0: (laughs) Not yet. But, boys and girls, if you live somewhere that I didn't just mention, then do let us know. We would love to add some more markers on our map. And if you'd like to see our map, well, there's a picture on our Facebook page, so you can maybe get your mum or dad to look that up and show you there. But, Marvin, enough about maps for today. It's Monday, and by now, we all know what that means.
1: No, we sure do, Dave. Jingle, please. What have we heard the Bible say?
2: Let's remember, it's recap day.
0: Okay, Marv, let's do this. Three, two, one. The creation, then the fall, then Noah, then came the patriarchs and God's covenants. 400 years in Egypt, Moses and the plagues, then Passover. 40 years out in the wilderness, we had the Ten Commandments and the tabernacle.
1: Yeah, Joshua takes them into the Promised Land, then came Judges and Ruth, and then came the kings.
0: Yeah, Saul, then David, another covenant, and then Solomon builds the temple. The nation
1: splits. It was Elijah and Elisha, but Israel falls to Assyria, and later Judah falls to
0: Babylon. We had Daniel and Chums in exile, 70 years before Ezra and Nehemiah, back to rebuild Jerusalem. Then 400 years of silence. Yep, Gabriel announces John the Baptist and Jesus are on their way. Jesus is born in Bethlehem, he grows up, he's baptized, he's tempted by the devil. As he calls his disciples, he cleanses the temple. There he
1: talks with the Samaritan woman and Nicodemus. He's healing people, he's teaching about God, he heals on the Sabbath and the Pharisees
0: weren't happy. We saw he was more powerful than storms, than thousands of demons, than illnesses and even than death.
1: He walked on water, he meets Moses and Elijah up on a mountain, he goes to the temple and announces before Abraham was,
0: I am. Then we had parables about loving our neighbour, about being ready and about things that were lost.
1: Yep, and Lazarus coming up out of the grave.
0: Good job, Marvin.
1: Oh yeah, thanks, Dave. Ain't no party like a recap party, because a recap party don't stop.
0: Okay. Well, Marvin, let's get to today's reading. Today, we're going to hop back into Mark's Gospel to hear of some more people who encountered Jesus. Okay, great.
2: Well, who's reading for us today?
0: Well, today, we're back to our little chum, Cara.
2: Oh, hi, Cara. Hi, everyone. Today's passage is Mark chapter 10, verses 13 to 31. People were bringing little children to Jesus. They wanted him to place his hands on them to bless them, but the disciples told them to stop. When Jesus saw this, he was angry. He said to his disciples, Let the little children come to me. Don't keep them away. God's kingdom belongs to people like them. What I'm about to tell you is true. Anyone who will not receive God's kingdom like a little child will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms. He placed his hands on them to bless them. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him. He fell on his knees before Jesus. Good teacher, he said, what must I do to receive eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God. You know what the commandments say. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not be a false witness. Do not cheat. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, he said, I have obeyed all these commandments since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. You're missing one thing, he said. Go and sell everything you have. Give the money to those who are poor. You will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. The man's face fell. He went away sad because he was very rich. Jesus looked around. He said to his disciples, how hard it is for rich people to enter God's kingdom. The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said again, children, how hard it is to enter God's kingdom. Is it hard for a camel to go through the eye of a needle? It is even harder for someone who is rich to enter God's kingdom. The disciples were even more amazed. They said to each other, then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, with people, this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Then Peter spoke up. We have left everything to follow you. What I'm about to tell you is true. Jesus replied, has anyone left home or family or fields for me and the good news? They will receive a hundred times as much in this world. They will have homes and families and fields, but they will also be treated badly by others. In the world to come, they will live forever, but many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. Thanks, Kara.
1: Okay, Dave, so the disciples thought that Jesus didn't care about the kids that were coming to see him?
0: Well, Marvin, we have to remember that although the disciples hadn't figured Jesus out all the way, there was still a lot they didn't understand, they did know that Jesus was really important. And back then, really important people just did not spend time with children. Children were definitely not seen as being really important.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense.
0: But you see, Jesus was showing them that God has some different ideas about who and what is important. So right after he says, no, no, let the children come to me, we see this meeting with this rich young man.
1: Okay, yeah. Dave, I wanted to ask about that because Jesus said, why do you call me good?
0: no one is good except god alone so i mean hang on was jesus saying that he wasn't god no marvin it might kind of sound a little bit like that but that's not what was happening jesus was asking this man to think about what he really believed he was asking "Uh, are you really calling me good because if you are then well are you calling me god and is that what you believe and you know he's also maybe raising the bar about what it actually means to be good Remember, this young man thought that he was pretty good. So Jesus is maybe saying, hang on there, buddy. Remember, only God is good. People, people are all sinners.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes more sense, Dave. But then, Dave, Jesus tells him to sell everything he has. So are we all supposed to do that?
0: Again, no, not quite, Marvin. But you see, Jesus saw what was important to this young man. He saw that although he was doing his best to follow God's law, he loved money more than he loved God. Jesus asked him for the one thing that he knew the young man did not want to give up. And so that's why he went away sad. And so the question for us to ask ourselves is, well, is there something that we love more than we love God? Marvin, if God asked you to give up playing cow ball or eating hay, would you do it? Could you do it? You see, Marvin, when we realize that Jesus died to save us, well, then we realize that there's nothing that we could do, nothing that we could give him that would ever be a big enough thank you. And so instead we say, God, whatever you want from me, take it, take it all. Everything I have is yours. And even that, that's still not a big enough thank you.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, Dave, I sure hope I'd give up cowball. It would be hard though.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Marvin, it doesn't mean that God is going to ask us to give up the things that we love, but he does want us to love him more than all of those things. And so, yep, then Jesus talks more about rich people. How hard it is for them to follow God, to enter his kingdom, because rich people, well, they have all sorts of money and they have lots of nice stuff and they get to love having lots of money and having nice stuff. And the thing is, they have to set that aside. They have to love God more than they love that. And that's tough. In fact, Jesus says without God, it's impossible. And again, the disciples are amazed because in their world, important people were the rich people. They were the ones who controlled the temple, who controlled Jerusalem and what went on there. They were the ones that they would have thought that Jesus would have been most concerned about. But Jesus is showing them God doesn't see things that way. God looks at our hearts. People who the rest of the world thinks don't matter, well, they matter to God.
1: Okay, so yeah, today we saw the children and, well, unimportant people, they're important to God.
0: Yeah, that's it, Marvin. They might be the least or the last on earth, but that's not how it will be in heaven. And that's what Jesus meant when he said, many who are first will be last, and the last will be first.
1: Okay, got it Dave.
0: So boys and girls today, thank God that although we might not feel like we're very important in this world, you might feel like you're just a kid going to school, doing normal things, not important. Well, God sees you, he made you, he knows you, you are important to him.
1: Hmm, even little cows, Dave,
0: huh? <laughs> yep, even little cows, Marvin. And, well, I think that will do us for today, so let's say goodbye, and we'll be back tomorrow.
1: Okay, so it's goodbye from this important little cow.
0: Goodbye, we'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.